Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of The Determined Mom Show. I am your host, Amanda Tento, and I have with me the lovely Lori Oberbrockling, and she is the author and founder of Secrets of Supermom. Welcome, Lori. Ah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because this is something that I personally struggle with. I recently found out that I have ADHD. Of course, I probably have known that since I was born, but I just found this out. And so now I'm like trying to figure out all of these ways to kind of calm my life down. So today you're going to share with us five productivity hacks to calm your life. So I am listening. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I think, so I think you are not alone in having the ADHD diagnosis as an adult. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think so many of us are like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. But then you realize that's why none of these things work for me. That's why I'm not, you know, that's why I've got to kind of try something different, right. Having that divergence is, uh, a little bit of an eye-opener so you can make better choices for, for how the things that you try and the things we're talking about today, they're not, um, they're not specifically for right They're to calm any busy mom, busy entrepreneur, busy woman who needs to really be able to focus and also wants to be productive, but just feels like that sometimes is kind of elusive, right? They wake up in the in the morning and they go, "What did I do yesterday? Did I get anything done?" Yeah. And so these are just some kind of ways that maybe you haven't thought of that can help. Yeah, I'm sure I haven't. Um, before we dive in, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us about how you got started and what you're doing. Absolutely. So I'm Lori Oberbreckling. I wrote the book Secrets of Supermom in at the end of 2020. And basically when the pandemic happened, although an idea to write a book, like the thought of it being really fun was in my mind, certainly not that year, right? That wasn't in my plan. It was not on my vision board for 2020 and the pandemic happened. And I realized that moms were really struggling and parents were struggling. Families were struggling. People were struggling, but moms were really struggling. And so I thought, how can I help them get more information, help them with easy ways to feel like they are actually accomplishing things, feel like they actually feel good about themselves. You know what? And then also what are moms that are kind of still thriving enough, right? Maybe not exceedingly thriving, but how, what are these other moms doing? So I interviewed and surveyed almost 200 moms and we put together secrets of Supermom, which is 16 chapters, 16 secrets that these higher achieving or moms that really felt like they had it together. (laughs) If you, if you want to call it that, what were they doing? Yeah. And, and so we, the book came out at the beginning or in, at the beginning of January or in February, 2021, and it turned into a podcast and it turned into a program and it just has flourished into all these things that are helping moms. And it's been really, really amazing. That's awesome. It sounds like an amazing book. I still have yet to pick it up, but I will. It's on my list of things to do, as you know, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) It's a very long one. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I'm very excited to read that because I definitely need it. And I love that this book came out of the pandemic because I've said this on other episodes, but I really feel like the pandemic has given us some hidden gifts that we never would have had if it hadn't happened. 
Yeah. And I think that I, I sort of love that attitude because we can just say it was terrible and it was, <laughs> or we, and it is in some ways, right. Or we can say that, that we can find those silver linings and allow them to carry us forward. Because I do think there have been some, some, you know, we've been able to question things that we maybe wouldn't have questioned. We've been able to connect with people we maybe wouldn't have connected with. And just, we've had some opportunities that are super weird, but have come and, and maybe made our lives better. It may, certainly made my life better in this particular way. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So give us these productivity hacks, help us help yes. me help everyone. Let's do it. So productivity hack number one, we like to wait for motivation. We want to feel motivated. And we think in order to be productive, I have to feel motivated. So we wake up in the morning and we're like, Ugh, I don't want to get out of bed and it's warm here and I don't want to do anything. And so we think, well, I'll just work on that tomorrow. I'll just start my business tomorrow. I'll just, you know, write my new social media plan tomorrow, or I'll just worry about SEO tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Where we just take those things that we know we would put us in a better spot. And we think we have to be motivated to do it. No, no friend. We have to be able to start without motivation. So and, and to truly believe that it's not, that motivation doesn't have to be there. You do not have to be motivated to get things done. You do not have to be motivated to start very, very, very small. Because when you start small, like picture the tiniest little domino in front of your domino train, you push that tiny domino over and it still can get those dominoes going. Mm. So when you start really, really small, it then leads to something a tiny bit bigger and it leads to something a tiny bit bigger. And if it doesn't, you've still got the one small thing done, right? You've got the one small step done, the one small thing done. But most of the time what happens is it leads to something more and it leads to something more. And with that action comes the motivation to continue that activity. So we, we want to believe that we need to be motivated, but really there, there isn't a reason to wait for that. And, and we can stop waiting and just get started and, and then we get to feel the motivation we wanted in the first place. That is mind blowing. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and say that. I cannot believe, I feel like kind of silly for never having thought of it that way. You know what I mean? Like when you, you explain it, it sounds very, very simple and it really truly is. But I think at least in my mind, we overcomplicate things yeah. and make things like a huge deal. Like starting something is always a huge deal to me. Like it's a huge deal. Like it's like a thing. I have to plan it. I have to put it on the calendar. I have to like yes. know that that's the day that I'm starting the thing, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, it could be, I don't even know. It could be anything really. It has to be on my calendar in order to, for me to be able to say I'm starting it. But I love that you said, you know, like maybe if I have an extra five minutes, I can just look into what it takes to get started or whatever, Tiny. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's this, you, we feel like it's this giant mountain, right? And I, you guys, you guys can't see me. My arms are high up. You have this huge mountain of things and there's just no way I'll ever be motivated enough to get there. But really like, what if you just picked up one tiny rock and then another tiny rock, and then slowly you're going to pick away at that. And seeing that progress is going to bring the motivation that you have so been desiring in the first place. Ooh, I love that. Okay. If yeah. the rest of them are this good, <laughs> then we're in for a treat everyone. <laughs> well, some of them are kind of mindset-y, right? Like this one's mm -hmm. a little mindset-y, but some of them are actually strategic things that, that I do that really make a giant difference in my life. So I'm going to share those two. Awesome. The next one is a little mindset-y still. 
So the next one is cultivate energy. And so what I mean by that is that so often we are trying something new, doing something new in our business, doing something with our family, whatever it is. And we're trying to fit it into the margins of the day that we've already planned. And that's not always a bad thing, but sometimes that new thing is really important is requires a lot of mental understanding, knowledge, energy, uh, requires a lot of focus, right? So like in your case, if you're thinking, oh, wow, no wonder I wasn't focused during all these times, you still, your cycle throughout the day has a level of energy. So we are not all the same, but there are times when you will feel the most focused and the most energetic and the most productive. And if you know that, use those times to do the things that are most important. So for example, for me, it's first thing in the morning. I am a very like obscenely early riser and first thing in the morning, I am with it, right? But for others of you, it is after you put all the kids to bed and it's, you know, 9 p.m. and then you get that second wind and you're ready to rock. Some of you, it's that slow going morning, but then like 9, 10 a.m., you're like, okay, this is my time, right? But if you put a bunch of pointless activities, things that don't really matter, things that you could do with your eyes closed, things that don't require a lot of energy in that time bucket, you're wasting all that energy that you have in the day getting mundane things done. If you can really think about your day and take those really important tasks, those tasks that might take a little more to get started, those tasks that you are really passionate about and you put them in those high energy times, oh, your day, you can get so much more done in that amount of time. And even think about that. Think about if you could do a three hour task in two hours, what would you do with that extra hour? It's amazing. It's amazing. You're like getting time back. Yes. It's like you, you're hacking your time almost, right? You're hacking it. And we all have it. We all have those higher energy times and those lower energy times. You just kind of have to figure out when they are. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think I can focus better in the afternoon for some reason, Yeah, but I also get sleepy in the afternoon. So it's kind of (laughs) like a, like a toss up. Like if I'm, am I going to be focused or am I going to be sleepy? Like, I don't know which one it's going to be, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then even, I mean, I go so far as to like, I, you know, I track my time so that I can find these things out, but I go so far as to track like energy and food and those Mm -hmm. sorts of things. Cause I, I realize, Oh, I eat lunch and then I feel so tired. Right. My whole, my body is like, we're only working on digesting right now not working on anything else. So I have to be careful. When am I going to eat so that I'm not just so sleepy during this next activity? Because for me, you know, after lunch would be a terrible time to review a very complex contract or review a very complex budget. That is not the time for me to be doing those activities. That's okay. Number three, ready for number three? Yeah. Okay. Number three is set phone reminders. And I don't just mean like little, you know, like reminders to go pick your kids up at school, though. Keep those because, you know, get them. (laughs) But I'm talking about setting reminders that remind you who you want to be, what you want to be doing, um, reminding you of specific activities that you might do. So I'll give you an example. When I was writing my book, I wrote in the morning, 90% of the time I wrote in the morning, but sometimes I didn't get all the words in that I wanted to get in and I had a goal. And so in order to meet that goal, I had to put in extra time. And I decided that when I was sitting at baseball practice, we had an hour and a half practice and I was going to just sit there, right? I was just waiting for him during baseball practice. I was going to bring my laptop and I was going to write. Well, that was like in the early evening. It was like 5 PM. That is not a high energy time for me. So in my phone, I set a reminder. It was location specific. So it was when we got to the ballpark, the reminder went off and said, you are an author. You will change lives. 
you oh are an gosh. author, you will change lives pops up. And I go, okay, if that energy was waning, if that energy wasn't there, here it is. And I'm ready because yes, I'm going to get this done and I'm going to write my words. And so that reminder said this remind like, Hey, you want to be productive. This is the person you want to be. Let me tell you who that is. Wow. Uh, so that's just one really like location specific example. And those of you that are in offices, think about when you get home, what kind of mom do you want to be? I want to be a patient and calm mom when I walk in. So that location says, whoop, drove into my, my driveway. I want to be a calm and patient mom. Wow. And if that reminder pops up so powerful, right? That's huge. Yeah. I've never, yeah. All of these things. I mean, I've never thought of them and I am absolutely loving it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. And it's so, so easy because our it phone is. is with us all the time. We yeah. always have our phone, right? You can set an alarm or a reminder alarms. Of course, if you want it to go off at a specific time. So mm-hmm. let's say at noon every day, I have a, you know, a team standup and I really get frustrated during those team standups. So you are a patient manager. You are right. Whatever you want to remind yourself of time specific or reminders, you can use those for location specific. And it really can be a powerful reminder of who you want to be. And sometimes almost never do I remember they're going to go off. First of all, I have yeah. one that goes over at eight fifteen every single day. That's when I take my kids to school, calm, happy patient, mm-hmm. right? Calm, happy patient. I never remember it's going to go off, but every time it's a, oh yeah, I'm taking the kids to school. I'm going to be calm, happy and patient. And so it just keeps you in the mindset that you want to be in, even when you have let yourself get away. Right. When you've forgotten. I love it. I love it. I'm going to, as soon as we get off of this recording, I'm totally doing this. Yes. <laughs> my yes. first task. It's so good. It's so good. And so easy, so fast to set up. Right. And it's mm-hmm. going to take you like three minutes. Um, okay. Number four, are we ready for number four? Yes. Number four is, is my strategy and that's Sunday planning. I, and so this one you all will have heard of, but I'm really, I have to keep it because it's so important to me every Sunday morning. I plan out my week. And I'm not talking about just look at a calendar. I take all the tasks, all the work tasks, all the business tasks, all the personal tasks, all the kids tasks, and I put them all in the single planner and I look at it all and I say, is this doable? Can we do it? Do I need to move anything? Do I need to ask for help? Do I need to talk to, for me, my husband and I do different things with different kids because they overlap. Do I need to make sure that he's on board for that? You know, do I need to check and see if he has a meeting? Cause I can't take the kids to school this day. Right. I, I look through the whole thing and I do that on Sundays and every morning I still look at my calendar and I make sure that nothing has changed, but that Sunday planning in the morning has been a complete game changer for me. I've done it for years now, and it's just the best way for me to have a wonderful handle on my week, know exactly what's coming, know when my to-dos are going to be done. And then it's not stressful. I just have to execute. It's the stress is that not knowing that, that unease of not knowing. So when I know, boom, I'm ready to have a wonderful Sunday. And then I'm ready to kick off my Monday. Mm -hmm. I love it. You're taking all of the stress out of our, out of our zone and you're literally calming our lives. So I am so excited that you are here talking about this. Oh, I'm so glad I, yes, I, so if you're not planning, start small again, does it have to be you taking all your calendar and putting it together and doing all the planning? No, but if you're not doing it at all, start with a little plan, right? Just review your calendar, review what's coming up and then slowly get into a routine of the things that are really going to work for you, right? The things that really feel like, oh, wow, my week felt so much cleaner. My week felt so much calmer. My week felt so much more organized. You know, those are the words that the moms that I work with use and it's because they're all true and it's exactly Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
Okay. Number five. We ready for number five? Yeah, totally okay. ready. Okay. Number five is Supermoms Hang Out with Supermoms. And again, this is going to be one you might not have heard before because it is, you don't think, okay, productivity and my friends and the people I surround myself matter, but they matter a million times. Because if you want to be motivated, if you want to be not stressed, if you want to be happy, if you want to be organized, if you want to be any of these things productive, hang out with people that are that way, mm-hmm. hang out with people that are spending their time doing the things that you want to be doing yeah. because it just elevates you, right? It elevates you when you spend time with people that are the same as you want to be. And yeah. so when we find ourselves being super, not productive, super low energy, just, we don't want to get anything done. One of the things you can absolutely do is say, who have I been spending time with? Have I been spending time with people that are low energy with people that are dragging me down? Right? Like maybe that's even team members or family members sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you don't have those people, they, they exist. They are right. They are, they are online. They are in mom's groups. They are in business networking groups. They're around, they're here and they're out for you to find them. But it is so powerful to spend time with people that are how you want to be. Oh, I love that one too. And I have found in my journey, just in the last five years of being an entrepreneur again, and really working specifically with moms, just like you, that's Mm -hmm. how I started out was working with primarily moms and just we all have like, there's just such this organic, like understanding and ease of working with other moms. And it's just, you know, like if a kid walks in right now on our, on our podcast recording, you get it. Like you totally get it. Like it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things. And so there are, like you said, huge communities of amazing moms out there. And especially if you're in the business space, like most of our listeners, there there's just so many resources and so many places that you can go to meet amazing moms. So true. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. So yes, that is a, that's my last recommendation to you is, uh, is go find your tribe if you don't have one already. Awesome. And it looks like you have a Facebook group. Do you want to tell us about that? Is that a place to meet other super moms? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yes. The super mom society on Facebook is a free group on Facebook and you can absolutely go there um, and interact with other moms, ask questions. And, and yeah, we, we love to have new folks join us and, and kind of let us know what they're working on and how we can help them. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, these were the best five tips that I've heard in a very, very long time. And I'm Yay. getting ready to do, <laughs> I'm getting ready to do a, a 300 episode or not 300 is it 303 years, the third year anniversary episode. So I am going to probably include these in that episode because I love, I it. mean, it's, they're just amazing. So I love so it. So fun. And congratulations. Ah, that's huge. It's Thank so you. I, I know. It. I can't believe I, I literally started the podcast just, you know, because I wanted to kind of address some of the things that I was going through as a mom that was literally at the very beginning stages of her business and struggling with this and that and the other thing. And, and it's really, really changed my life. So yeah. Isn't it fun that it's become like, it's like got a mind of its own, right? It's like taken on its own thing. It's amazing. Amazing. And it's like on autopilot. I don't even think about it. I'm just every Friday I have podcast recordings and I talk to amazing women like you and you know, it's just awesome. I love it. I don't know about you, but interviews for me are like the best part of my week. So I am so excited to do them. I love it so much. Yes, definitely. It is for me too. So, well, thank you so much. Where is the best place for everyone to find you? 
Absolutely. If you want to check out the podcast, it's the secrets of Supermom show. Mm-hmm. And then secrets of is where you can find literally everything, the book, the podcast, the uh, links to Instagram and Facebook, which are secrets of Supermom. That's the best place to be. Yeah. Awesome. I love that name, by the way. It sounds so Thank great you. when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> secrets of Supermom. I love it. Yes. You find all the things. Yes, yes. Indeed. And we all need the things. I sure. know we do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for being here. And we will put all of your links in the show notes. So fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the determined mom show. We appreciate you. And we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. This will help us reach as many other moms as we can. Don't forget to download your 10 things you should be doing to get more clients from Google search guide at rebrand.ly forward slash Google 10.